0: Within a few generations after the death of Muhammad, Muslims developed complex legal and theological traditions that shaped the boundaries of what was deemed Islamic. In Coercion and Responsibility in Islam, a study in Ethics and Law, published with Oxford University Press, Meiraj Saeed examines how the constraints of interpretive traditions were tested under questions of coercion. He demonstrates that very often theological and legal reasoning moves beyond our expectations, and interpretive conclusions are contradictory within seemingly uniform schools. He shows how members of the Mutazala and Ash'ari schools of theology determine the legal and moral responsibility of individuals who have been pressured to say or do something under coercive conditions. He also explores Hanafi and Shafi'i legal definitions of coercion and the various types of reasoning principles for drawing what is licit. These conundrums are hashed out through hypothetical coerced speech acts, such as proclamations of divorce, sales transactions, or legal acknowledgement, and coerced harm, as in rape or homicide. In our conversation, we discuss moral agency, the formative period of legal and theological traditions, conventional presumptions about these legal and theological schools, how tradition works and operates, interpretive ambiguity within schools of thought, Various Instances of Coercion, Wrestling with the Vast Amount of Hadith Literature, and the Fashioning of Interpretive Norms. I'm one of your co-hosts, Christian Peterson, and thanks again for listening to New Books in Islamic Studies. And now my conversation with Miraj Saeed about Coercion and Responsibility in Islam, a Study in Ethics and Law. Welcome. Thanks for joining us on New Books in Islamic Studies. How's it going today? It's going great. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. So it was a pleasure reading this book, uh, Coercion and Responsibility in Islam, a Study in Ethics and Law. Um, But before we kind of hop right in, uh, we usually like to get a